Thank you for pressing play. My name is Adam Griffin and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master for this particular season of Strength Check. The name of this campaign is Calls In. This episode, as well as the session it originated from, was recorded on August 23rd, 2020. Calls In is intended to be a cooperative story-based live play campaign through Skype for up to four players with a cast of various additive NPCs to assist the narrative. In-character teamwork between players is welcome and encouraged. This campaign is based off the 5th edition of Dungeons and Dragons with elements from the Acquisition Incorporated sourcebook, but it's not intended to be a one-to-one strictly D&D campaign. Influences from everywhere and anything can make an appearance at any time as the story goes where the story goes. Weird, potentially horrific circumstances will most likely occur and there may be profanity. Listener discretion is advised. And with that, let's dive into episode 1. Hey, hi, welcome to um, an experiment. Well, not really experiment. A uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign. My name is Adam Griffin, and this is how I sound. Um, I'm here with a friend of mine. <laughs> if, if you listen to Instant Damage a lot as the podcast, you know how this is going to be. Uh, we're running a DD and game. But I have some players here, and I need y'all to introduce yourselves above the table. Before we get to some <laughs> below the table shenanigans. Above table, below I know, table. I know it's on home, top of tabletop. Whoa. I don't know. Somebody go first. Quick. <laughs> before it's got a hand. Uh, I'm Andy Wilzak. Do you want me to like do we want to plug other stuff here, Griff? Or Oh yeah, we can plug right now. Uh, you can follow me on the Red Hot Twitter machine at Hey Doctor Will. That's H E Y D R W I L. That's for my man Carlos Carlos Rivera. I almost called you Carlos Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they merged. Hey, which Carlos? How you doing? Welcome to this part of the show. Hi, um, I'm Carlos. I'm Adam's co-host of It's Dem Damage Lotus, the podcast. The Best and funniest running uh, podcast on the internet for 43 shows. 44? 44. 45! It'll, it'll be, 45! Well, 44. Between 40 and 50. That's... Well, by the yes. time this airs, it'll be a past that, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the asshole of the group, guys, so. So, you know. Well, I know. You guys can follow me or don't follow me. That's fine. I mean. It's whatever. It's that evil intentions. I was waiting for you to go to the biggie. Don't follow me. Unfollow me if you follow me. 
Speaking uh, of which, Rob, hi. Hi, uh, I'm Rob Christie, aka Bad Chop, aka the Rob Father. Currently, <laughs> frequently known as uh, the House of Bad. You can follow me on Twitter at the House of Bad. You can follow me on twitch.tv slash the House of Bad. Uh, I'm not making very much in the name of content right now. The name of content, the way of content. There we go. Uh, I guest starred on It's Some Bam Enchiladas once, which was a lot of fun. Other than that, I create sporadic things for YouTube and maybe Twitch at some point again. And yeah, that's about it. And he's also the only person that always waves to the camera during a podcast. That's that's very true. Very true. Can't, for, can't my, forget that. Look, in my defense, the camera's on. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Therefore... I must gesture. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right, then. <laughs> Moving on. So, now that we're here... <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, so, we're going to play some D&D. So, let's have some fun. Of course, every D&D game, you need a setting. And right now, our heroes, who are currently unnamed, uh, you'll learn them in just a minute, they're at a place called the Burchaki Inn. Uh, now, the Burchaki Inn is a kind of a, you know, spacious, rustic inn of sorts. And our three heroes, party members, if you will, are in the uh, foyer, the gathering area, standing uh, in front of four separate squares um, one of these squares has like a the remnants of smoke rising above it and there's a small stone cube on the floor in front of it uh, the rest of you are standing expectantly uh, waiting uh, because the person that was there before you uh, unfortunately, didn't follow the rules and uh, went up in a puff of smoke. Quite literally. So, there's another person in this foyer. Looks kind of like a uh, war-forged cleric of sorts. Oddly enough, for what looked to be like a machine man, he kind of has a goatee. Uh, his name is uh, Psy Blesser. Inside, Blesser is kind of looking at the three of you, looking at this tough smoke, just shaking his head in his, his rustic robes. He, he says, See, that one didn't follow instructions. Uh, we're going to need four of you for this, but since there are only three, we're going to make some adjustments, and hopefully we'll get to the bottom of this. So once again... I'm going to need the three of you to introduce yourselves, tell me your background, any, any, however much you want to say, and then order yourselves in the way that suits your names from first to last. The name is Duran Duran. I'm a humble druid from the high elven port in the tall tree area of the high forest. I come here seeking answers 
to questions that I don't even sure of yet. But I'm here for adventure. Okay, Side Blesser kind of nods. And uh, looks at Duran and says, Okay, you're sure of this? Now, where would you like to stand? I would like to stand in the front. Or the first or the first cube. The first cube. All right. Go right ahead. Duran walks to the cube. Okay, stands on it. Yep. Uh her. pulls out a small bag, shakes it up, looks at it, nods, and hands you stone cube. Got it. All right. Okay. Uh Sai Blesser looks at two remaining. Says, Okay. We got one down. Let's see if you two can figure out exactly where you need to stand. And then we can get on with this. So who would like to step up and go next? Rob, I think you should go next. I think I should go next. All right. Uh, my name is Malkadiel. And uh, I'm going to just completely embarrass myself by trying to pronounce the name of, uh, of this race. I'm an Azamar, not the way we pronounced it the other night, Carlos, but an Azamar cleric <laughs> of the uh, following the domain of life, which, to my understanding, means that he's basically just out to heal as many people as he can, help as many people as he can, as he walks through uh, walks through life. Okay, side blast of nods. Says, sounds like a fit in for what needs to be done. And he thinks about it. He goes, uh, Sir, you over there, our last participant. What's your name? Um, <laughs> Granger isn't paying attention. He's uh, he's trying to inhale the smoke of the person that got uh, uh, destroyed. He's like, and it, 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 it's sort of like, like walking through, like somebody walking through, like a like a perfume sales person or whatever at, at the mall, like back when there were malls, right? He's just oblivious to everything going on, trying to get high on this guy. He's just walking. Okay. <laughs> and and kind of sees this, and um, he very audibly walks in front of Granger. And he just looks at him and he goes, does that help the problem that needs to be solved at this moment? <laughs> Granger says, um, it might. I will, I'll get back to you. I will let you know. <laughs> and just unfazed side blesser goes, unless that smoke can tell you that man's name, I don't think it's going to help. So, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name, my name, oh, my name, uh, my name is Granger Madmoon. Um, this guy's name, he smells like he was a Terry. 
I'm going to guess Terry. I knew a Terry once. And just unmoved, Cy Blesser goes, Well, since Terry isn't here, I suppose we're going to have to move on without him. Now, Granger, if you're sure that's your name, considering what this other fellow's name is, where do you think you should stand? Um... He, he, much like me, is putting like way too much thought into this, and he's like, there's one spot left, right? And he's like considering that spot. <laughs> well, uh, Rob, how do you pronounce your character's name again? Malcadio. You just call him Mal. That's what it, that's what I feel like his friends okay. would call him. Malcadio. Uh, Mal has not stepped onto a square yet. Oh. Granger's just. We're trying to sort out where people go, and Granger's wandered over to the smoking square. <laughs> smoking square. Yeah. Uh, is this one off limits? Can I take Terry's spot? Uh, Side Blesser just looks at the smoke, looks at Granger, looks at the smoke again, looks at Granger again and says, no. Uh, Alright. I'll go to the back. Now, just to reiterate what the room's laid out is. There's three... <laughs> There's four squares. Yep. <laughs> we have the square with the smoke on it. Yep. We have Duran Duran standing on a square. Yep. This is to the right of the smoking square. Oh, okay. The other two are empty. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Can I stand... Can he stand behind the smoking one? <laughs> is it like a two-by-two two grid? Uh, No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Mal just kind of go <laughs> much like Granger's inspiration I'm totally screwing this up <laughs> true to form so Granger's just out of it we're establishing yep. that right now yep. so Side Blesser pivots on the seals walks back over to Mal and says sir uh, where would you like to stand I would like to stand in the last, uh, stand in front of the last square. Uh, the one furthest, you said the, hang on, so to the left is the smoking square, and then the one that Duran Duran is standing in front of, right, and, and then, then a third, and then a fourth square. Yes. Mal would stand in front of the fourth square. Okay, and uh, so I blessed watches you do this, noting that you're not standing on the square, and. Um, and he looks at Mal and he says, Mal, consider that we just had one person go up and smoke. And there are three squares left. And you're to order yourselves from first to last, based on your introductions. And your name is Mal. And the other person's name is Granger. You're positive that you want to stand there. I think Mal steps to the other square. <laughs> Just doesn't say anything. Just quietly sidesteps to the other square, to the uh, to the I guess third square. Just side bless from nods. Says cautious. That's good. But you did have it right the first time. <laughs> this guy's a dick. 
Oh. <laughs> Mal just sighs and sets the correct square. Just... Okay. And just kind of nods and says, it is good to be cautious. Always have to listen. And then he pivots and goes back to Granger. Says, Do you know where you have to stand now? Uh... And now he's like leaning into this and is is kind of intentionally being uh, kind of obtuse about this and is like smoking ones off the board. Uh, so I guess I have to, and this one is yours. Uh, and so I guess I'll take the square in between Duran uh, Duran. And uh, Mal, right? Inside Buster nods. Okay. And um, Duran Duran is standing on his square. Mal, have you taken? Has he taken his spot yet? Yes. yes. Okay. And uh, Granger, uh, does he walk in a square? Yeah. Okay. Um. Sidebluster walks over to Mal, shakes the bag, looks in it, nods, hands Mal, stone cube, walks over to Granger, shakes the bag, hands Granger a stone cube, but when he hands it to him, there's like a crack of electricity. And, like a, uh, does he feel like a shock? Is it like a static shock? Uh, do, do me a favor and uh, roll a roll a d20. Oh, ready? <laughs> Eight. Um, how impaired is Granger, or how impaired do you think he is? Because he tried to inhale some dead dude smoke. I don't know. Was what, what <laughs> dead dude? Was the dead dude? I mean that. Here. <laughs> oh god, here we go. <laughs> Told you it wouldn't be me. Do you have stats for Terry? Um, <laughs> Terry is inconsequential, but I will tell you Terry's backstory. Oh. Terry, in quotes, uh, tried to come into the inn too early while uh, the, the hosts and the owners of this inn um, were expecting four party members to take care of some business here in town and calls in. Terry uh, faked like they were part of the ceremony that you all are now undertaking, and uh, Terry bullshitted his way through, and Terry got zapped because it wasn't compatible with the cube. Uh-oh. So now, uh, say so you said you rolled an eight. Yeah, um, I rolled an eight. So I don't think. So I, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just throwing this out there. I don't think Terry would have been on any kind of substances okay. to, to talk his way into this. If he's like some kind of spy or whatever, uh-huh. he'd probably kind of clean. So I don't, I don't know. I was going to say like, if this guy was something like, like a, like a really unusual race or something, then we could have some fun and have, have Granger like high on whatever. Uh, right. No. Like, <laughs> Terry just made the mistake of coming to the wrong end and trying to oh. start some mess. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
Granger's got this cube. Uh, yes. Granger might he might have the intuition that he got zapped, but he doesn't. He, maybe you don't know. Um, <laughs> do you wanna you wanna roll that d twenty again just to make sure that he might yep. not check the cube or anything? Another eight. That's Another eight. Crazy eights. Um, yeah. side blesser just kind of notices that uh, that Granger's not too uh, picking up on what happened, so he just looks at Granger's goes, "Can can I uh, take a look at that cube, please?" Oh. Uh, before yeah. before Granger, because <laughs> Granger's still like, oh. and uh, Granger tries to eat it or something. He, he, he just takes the cube and looks at it, and he goes, "Okay." He hands the cube back and he says, uh, "If you happen to disappear, don't worry, you're not dead." And with that, two main doors in front of you just kind of swing open, uh, revealing. Like a bar and a parlor, sorts. And uh, Side Blesser just kind of stands off to the side, says, Welcome to the Bertacki Inn. We have the elections coming up for the family in a couple of weeks. We have to make it, uh, make sure that everyone gets there in one piece. Uh, assignments straight ahead. So we've got three party members. Guys, head on in. Let's walk in. Mal Mal walks in. I'm not gonna say okay. con- Mal confident. walks in. Granger's Grangering in. Duran yep. Duran. <laughs> slowly saunters in. Uh, slowly saunters in. All right, we've got our three. Hands behind his back, just like. You know, just walking like, like taking everything our, in. Our party strides on in. And uh, they come across different side of sorts. Um, in the front, there's a long bar. A couple still sitting here and there. Uh, staircase off to the right. Uh, uh, yeah, to the right as you're coming in. Other rooms off. Over to the left. At the front of this long bar. Uh, sitting on two stools are uh, a tabaxi and uh, a, a wood elf, dark-skinned wood elf. Uh, the tabaxi is just furiously clawing away at a bar top. And the, the female wood elf is just really just going nuts with like what looks to be what, what would be the Forgotten Realms version of a laser pointer. And it's just shattered at the bar top. And the tabaxi has lost his damn mind. Just built it away at it. And the wood elf is just kind of shaking her head. Going, see? See, I told you I'd get you. I told you you couldn't stand it. I told you you would have to scratch. Looks over and uh, notices you three. And um, the tabaxi starts scratching, stops, looks, falls off the stool. And then just scampers away. Um, the wood elf stands up, and uh, it's kind of there's a there's a rifle slung on her shoulder. Uh, she's dressed in like uh, loose-fitting pants, 
has like a bandolier cotton shirt you know just looks ready to go on patrol or something and uh she looks at all of you and just says okay uh front office at you front 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 office um is that what you call this place uh your summons Well, when I received my summons, I wasn't too sure of what this place was called. I've only heard of the name of the inn. But if the front office is who summoned us here, then yes, we are here, brought to you by the front office. Okay, and she just kind of nods and just kind of mutters something about uh, the, the control system being broken. And says, okay, look. Things have been rough here. We need you to make sure that the Teagues, the Ontiffs, and the Crooks all make it to Election Day without killing each other. Uh, What I need you to do is to go check in with the Smith, make sure that you have all your weapons stocked up, and then head over to Teague's Tavern to make sure that that disturbance that they had was taken care of properly by security. Okay? I think that's uh, that's as straightforward as we can expect. Agreed. And then uh, she just kind of looks around and she says, now, look, don't mind Yao. He hates being caught having fun. Uh, my name's Reen. I work here. Things have been real screwy, so any weirdness you encounter, just take notes and we'll sort it out once we get things settled. Okay? My question before we head out. Sure. Who, who, who decided on the three of us? Marine just kind of looks at the floor a bit and she says I don't know who does processing. Uh, communication has been screwed up for a while so I don't know who exactly okayed your involvement. Um, the owner of this place has been hard to contact. Durant looks over to Granger he's like I'm just trying to figure out what kind of vetting you guys do around here. <laughs> oh! Ranger's not even paying attention to that. Uh, he, uh, he's watching the tabaxi, like, fascinated. Um, oh, by Yow's gone. Yeah. Yow's out the room, so oh, you're okay. watching a ghost. Oh, shit. <laughs> he could be. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe there's like some saloon doors swinging or something where the tabaxi where Yao went through uh, he's like debating going through there but he he realizes this is a job interview um, and probably shouldn't so but he does have like a, a real question so he says um, how do we how do we know how do we recognize who these people are that we're supposed to be protecting and Rain says, 
Well, three main houses are on the top of the hill. You can't miss them. Uh, Teagues are in the middle because they're the reigning house that oversees Call's End. Uh, their their season, as it were, is coming up. Uh, they're due up for another re-election, but the Ontifs and the Teagues, excuse me, and the Crooks are trying to not make that happen. Um, everybody's mostly uh, personable. If you just ask exactly what house they work for, who they might be related to, they'll tell you. Uh, we're just trying to keep the peace until election day. All right. No problem. Let's, uh, should we go do this now or do we want to like hang out here for a little bit, guys? What do you think? Why don't we go find out just, uh, just what happened at the Teague's Inn? Uh, okay. Um, Reed's pretty perceptive and it looks like Duran Duran might have a question. Duran pauses and he's like, I'll hold my questions until we get there. Hold all questions. Uh, Reed nods. Says, fair enough. Um, if you need to check in with the smith to get any weapon sharpened, he is right next door. Only only uh, smith on the right of the building once you exit. So, so we'll be here. It's just me and Yal and maybe... Shivi is around, but she's probably cooking something. So, okay. if there are any issues and you need backup, I got a rifle. Yeah, so fair enough. Granger, Granger has two questions. Uh, his first question: He points at the rifle and he says, "Where can I get one of those? Where could where could somebody get one of those?" Uh, and number two, I would like to meet this Shivi, who. Uh, I understand is cooking something. <laughs> uh, Reen hooks a thumb at her rifle, and she says, "This rifle is from a place that no longer exists. So, bummer. I can't get you one of these. Plus, it's a family heirloom." Oh, Duran interjects. Um, what's a rifle? <laughs> <laughs> it's some really exclusive merch. <laughs> Is this is this like? I'm not even gonna go there. Let me just stop. <laughs> it's a microtransaction that we're not allowed to make. Yet. <laughs> I can just see Mal kind of kind of observing the this, rifle. This is a uh, this is a GM comment, but uh, there is a smithery next door. While you can't get that that rifle. There might be something else there. Well, no, and well, yes, rifles exist. No, well, for Duran's back part, because he has a druid, he's never seen a rifle. So he literally legit doesn't know what a rifle is. See, that was in a tone I'm used to hearing. When <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you got to differentiate. You got to differentiate like me and the player. Okay, literally. <laughs> yeah. I, so now Granger's going to get one and, and pretend like it's from this lost this lost world <laughs> oh let's all right so, let me yeah, so duran has no idea what this thing is right um and, and rain just kind of looks at, at duran for a moment and says uh it shoots projectiles 
So why not have a crossbow? And Rain just kind of blinks a couple of times. And then she just says, because I don't want one. All right, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> I got, I got, I got nothing. All right. <laughs> maybe, maybe in our travels we'll find out what this rifle does. Because never, I've never even heard the word rifle. And uh, Reen just kind of motions the door. And says, "Well, hopefully you can find a uh, a wordsmith next to the smith." Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, wow. And this just kind of weaves and just says, have fun. Mal has to stifle a laugh at that Green one. Just... Greener's laughing. She's got fine. Yep. Duran's like, wait, <laughs> there's a wordsmith? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, my God. Now I've spent way, <laughs> way too much time in the forest. <laughs> yeah. Well. Maybe there's a maybe there's a food smith around here. Yeah, food smith. Food smith. Ha. I see. I see what you're doing. Granger's already out the door. All right. So Granger's gone. Uh, I'm guessing. Hey, it's Griffin again. That's the end of episode one. Thank you for listening, and big thanks to Mark Warren for all his editing magic, putting together this zany little quest, getting it out into the world, as well as thanks to all the session players for lending their time and character creativity to the campaign. Now, to recap, our party has just endured an introductory test, survived the initial machinations of a very nervous first-time GM, met their fellow adventurers at the inn, got confused about the existence of rifles, and are headed out into calls in proper. Will they get into a fight 45 seconds into episode 2? Will they make it to the smith that is literally right next to the inn, or will they get distracted by the need to pet a random dog? And if they do get distracted, did I put that dog there on purpose or to ambush them later in the episode? In fact, did I just make up some business about a dog so you'd be really confused? Possibly. Pass the time before the next episode. Be sure and check out all the awesome shows on the Scatterbrain Radio Podcast Network over at scatterbrainradio.com. Thank you for listening and take care.